Welcome back to Tricky Hit Camp, everybody. It's your girl, Cecilia, coming at you one more time. And I don't understand why I always open up every show like that. It's annoying me. Today, I have a special guest co-host. His name is a nice guy, Nihilist. Say hello, nice guy. Oh, hi, guys. No, I don't actually talk like that. Could you imagine that? <laughs> I would love it if you did. <laughs> I'm going to just talk like this for the whole podcast. Is that cool with you? <laughs> you actually remind me of somebody on um, Xbox who has a cartoon voice. And every time they speak, I die. But I don't say it out loud because they're so nice. Okay. <laughs> you know, so am I. It's in the name. Are you as nice as nice can be? I'm as nice as a nihilist can be. What the hell is a nihilist anyways? A nihilist is someone who basically doesn't really believe in anything. And that's like the shorthanded answer. There's a more professional sounding answer than that, but I don't really know. Believe in anything? In, in regards to what? Like religion or principle? Philosophy? Yeah, pretty much. I just like, I'm, I just basically don't like any religious principles or anything like that. I don't know. You don't fucking know baby it. millennials always come up with something new that's already old. This is another Listen. way to say atheist. Listen, uh, technically I'm agnostic, but nice guy nihilist <laughs> sounds good, okay? Don't, don't think about the name so hard. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm just Calling on the one that they used to say existed and now is the Christ. How does that <laughs> contradict your ideas? <laughs> Listen, I know I, I can at least you. admit that Jesus was an actual person. <laughs> Agreed. So. I saw the episode of this um, show called Naked Archaeology. Or the Naked Archaeologist, okay. something like that, that used to come on History Channel or the Travel Channel or National Geographic. Who knows? They're all one and the same at this point, right? They aired, like, once. They found the team of Jesus. History is not my strong suit. I am not going to be one that can accurately just pull dates out of my behind. But I like the uh, exploration of history. You know. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite time period? The time when my people are free. Because <laughs> I ain't gone back for so many years. Okay, I kind of uh, walked into that one. But, no, like, this is some realness. But um, I used to want to be an Egyptologist, but uh, anyone who likes history probably said Egypt those words. Cool. Yeah, I, I like that whole era. Like, oh. their, their god was literally a cat, I think. Is that right? Anubis hit the head of a dog. That, but that you're in the realm of household god. pets. Yeah. Close. I don't know. I think a bunch of people just built pyramids and then decided to carve random shit in there. And then we're, we just showed up and was like, what does all this mean? We're trying to decipher it all. That's what I believe. I believe they actually have all the answers. It's just, I just, I don't know if you like uh, conspiracy theories, but there's some that are super obvious that have more truth hey, behind them. The, the moon is definitely made out of cheese, right? Oh, I hope so, because cheese is my favorite food, even though it, you know, betrays me. Yeah, me too. I'm a, I'm a very cheesy boy. Cheese? Are you into the cheese? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta stop that. White girl porn voice <laughs> that goes around my whole gamer community. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's like four minutes. We're not like cheese anymore. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop. It's so contagious. It all started with one guy and his wife. They they do it all the time, and then it just spread to some of us. Uh, I gotta break it. I, I don't need to know the personal lives of this couple. I don't. I don't know who you're talking. About. <laughs> I think it's a 
Canadian thing because one, they're from Toronto. Two, I watched the show Letterkenny on Hulu, and they had a whole conversation about porn sounds and what's fake, what's not, or the kind of sounds like you always hear the same shit out of everybody. Yes, yeah, like like dinosaurs. I always thought that they sounded terrifying, but then I figured out that they're just big ass birds. And my whole life was a lie. Your whole life is uh, a lie. Yeah, because I love Jurassic Park. I like the idea of those dinosaurs. Yeah. I think those are a lot cooler. But apparently they had feathers, so what the fuck do I know? Well, I would assume each, like, you know, like animals adapt to their climates. Maybe some have feathers, maybe some didn't. You never really know. Exactly. So, what, 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 do you have any topics rolling in your head right now? Well, I always have notes. Um, I can continue to call you out for, like, why you don't want to use the telephone when we were trying to find out a way to record this. But, you know, it's all I just like to be professional, okay? I'm not used to this. Until I'm paid to be professional, I'm just going to stay amateur. <laughs> if you anything, you need to be more professional. But this is what works. My people like the, I don't know, they like how deconstructed this is. And you're following the journey of the rise, okay? The journey of the phone call. <laughs> the phone call, get out the computer and record on this and that. I mean, if I want to be super professional, I should fly you out and, you know, write your ticket off as a tax expense and get the real microphone set up and have a soundproof room. If anything, you should forward me the money so I can just go to your house and we can do it there. But, you, you know. Well, like, that's kind of exactly what I just said. <laughs> I'm at a soundproof room here in my house. I could totally dedicate a room to that. I don't want to. It should be our studio. Or you should rebrand your podcast and call it the phone call podcast. Oh, but I do want to actually take real phone calls from people with problems. I love to give advice, probably because I end up doing it anyway, so you better like it. Are you going to hate people? (laughs) I am also nosy. I have a topic for you. Okay. Here's a good old debate that people have been wondering ever since this whole uh, gender bender thing started going on. Okay. Are traps gay? I don't. Well, traps might be gay, but are the people who fall into their snare gay? And I say no. I don't think the prey is gay. I think if you want to be technical, it's about the least gay thing because you you watch porn and if you watch straight porn, you're still seeing a dick. Right. But so that's like 50-50. And then gay porn is 100% gay, obviously. Well, I but like to watch that two, myself. If you have two traps, or excuse me, if you have a trap and a lady, that's only 25% gay. Why can't it be you enjoy what you're watching, get the rocks off, and then you're just going about your day? I'm not gay. Yeah, or you could do that. But I've seen girl-girl stuff, and I was like, okay, that's cool. But I don't like vaginas. So I watch a lot of guy-guy stuff all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I know a lot of women who, who like that. I don't know why. Well, guys like girls. Girls like guys. It's a no-brainer. I don't, I don't really even watch lesbian porn. My favorite porn to watch is just chicks by themselves doing whatever. Right. That's about the least gay thing. Yeah, I don't mind a solo male either. This is this is sort of a fake debate, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where to go with this. Well, I've had this conversation before, so it's nothing out of the ordinary. It's definitely stuff people think about. 
Yeah, it gets your head turning for sure. Whichever head you prefer. (laughs) I wish I was more fluid. I'm just saying, I'm like, yay to those who like it all because it's just have a whole smorgasbord of choices. Moral of the story (laughs) is if you watch porn, you're a sinner. According to who? (laughs) Not everyone (laughs) believes in that. According to those books, if I'm having my according to the Bible, if I'm having my period, I should be several yards away from the main house and never be touched by a male during the whole time. So the fact that I have not gone away from the house and I've shaken a man's hand, I've sinned. Let's go back to the the times where when, when when people discovered that menopause was a thing. <laughs> Husbands would just lock their wives inside the barn and just wait for it to fade out. Oh my goodness. Oh, poor I'm woman. not even kidding either. I know, I believe it 100% because remember, we were treated as property. So who who cared? You're not producing any more children? Go to the barn. Something's wrong with you. And then yeah, no one talks about thing. it. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird thing. It's crazy to think that that wasn't even that long ago either. Honey, there are still some women and men to this day who don't even want to mention the word uh, menopause, menstrual cycle, any of that, even though half the population is female. We all do okay, these things. So to, to any females that are listening right now, you, you, you menopause is a myth. You're you're all good to go. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's wrong. <laughs> Don't listen to that. <laughs> Menopause is not a myth. <laughs> it's super real. PMS is very right. real. We need to stop blaming right. men you're, when you're, they call us on it. Now, okay? Well, it's, it's okay, going to happen. It happens to everyone. Not everybody gets hot flashes. My mom, right. in fact, had a great transition. She had no symptoms. I, however, had one or oh, I was going to say one Oreo removed. Holy crap. <laughs> When ovary removed and I had hot flashes like a motherfucker for like eight years. But I could still function with the other one, blah, 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 blah. So, y'all figure that out, okay, science. Well, well, that's good. Yeah, we have science now. Just just learn what you need to learn and you, you're good to go. We, 21st century is such a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're FLDS church members and you're still uh, stuck in that lifestyle. Yeah, you still got a little bit of way to go. Yeah. But we'll get there. Two inches off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> Then good. Tricky Hamp is being Tricky Hamp. What the fuck? Tricky Hamp is being done right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fine. Let's do actual topics. I actually throughout the week I do. However, you guys, I keep a list of things. So even though this is very disorganized, some thought goes into it. Mm-hmm. Disorganization uh, is my strong suit. Hey, Wendy Williams is still going strong, and her show is very much a hot mess, but we love it. Okay. Um, what did I see in the news? All right, you know about YouTubers. You know who Shane Dawson is? Yeah, I, I know who he is. I, I watched him a long time ago. All right, okay then. So you understand his journey. I'm new well, to I don't William. really understand his journey, but I understand oh. <laughs> where he came from. Right. See, I just discovered the whole YouTuber world over the summer. I get on YouTube to watch like bootleg episodes of my shows. <laughs> I did not know there was a whole beauty world, influencer life, blah blah blah. So you got him. Right. You got Jeffrey Star. And Trisha Paytas, you know who that girl is? Oh, forgive me. She thinks she's a man. 
and she thinks she's a black I, man. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Who just married a cardboard cutout of Brad Pitt? Oh my God. <laughs> That's what makes me want to leave the whole uh, investigation or, I don't know, learning with them I'm doing. Well, anyways, Sean Dawson, Jeffy Star broke the internet. They made a merchandise deal and a beauty uh, kit. I don't know. Beauty collection together. So you know Shane, Shane Dawson. He was never into like makeup and all that. He was known for like weird, funny videos, right? Oh, no. I watched him back when he was still straight. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is the thing. He wasn't open about, about being bi. Yeah, I, I've seen something where he talked about that. Yeah. He's bi. Like, that was a long time ago, too. I was, I was still in, like, middle school when I watched him, which was probably the appropriate time to watch him. That That's around when I thought he was funny because I thought it was super edgy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm not sure what he's doing now. I, I have no idea. I don't keep track of people's lives on YouTube. I love what he's doing now. Like, I came on at the right time, I think. He's, like, evolved. I mean, he, he's, like, older. He's, like, not much younger than me. He's, like, 31, 2 now, something like that. And, um, wow. yeah, and he's, like, turned into, like, this really good, like, filmography person. It's more than just basic videos. He does, like, these series. He did one on Jake Paul, that Tana Mojo girl, Jeffree Star, and now his own, diving into the beauty community and seeing how you get to see something, basically a business from scratch. And it was so fascinating. Picking the yeah, product. That's yeah. That's how people do it. Mm-hmm. They, they pretty much make YouTube their business now because YouTube treats content creators as if they're business professionals, which, you know. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a wishy-washy kind of thing when it comes to, because it's, it's happening so fast. YouTube is constantly changing. I don't know if it's for the better. I really can't say. I don't create content yet on YouTube, so I can't really say. I, I've wanted to be a YouTuber for a long time, but, like, I don't know. It's just a very slippery slope nowadays. Well, it seems like, from my understanding, they've changed so much of the algorithm that it's like they're catering the ads to people who post content more for, like, kids or nothing that shows, like, even survival videos and hunting. They don't want to see knives, guns, any of that anymore. Um, they don't want a lot of cursing. Like, <sighs> I, I don't yeah, know. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of that. I don't like it at all. I think, I think YouTube was built from people like that, and they should really respect where they where they got all of their money from, really. Exactly. People creating what they want. The two-sided coin. It's a double-edged sword. That sort of thing. I think it was when, what, Logan Paul did the video of the dead person in the woods in Japan. That's when it really became a problem. I I did not know who Jake Paul or Logan Paul were before that. Oh, my God, me neither. Which is why I find it really confusing that they're so big now. Because Apparently they were big before, though. Like, do you ever, like, see the stuff before? They were huge since that they were, like, in middle school making these things. Yeah, because weren't, weren't they in a show on the Disney Channel together or some shit? Um, the younger boy had a show on Disney or was in one or something like that, I think. I don't know about the older one, but I know for sure the younger one talked about being on Disney. And he, like, lost that show after that happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to that side of YouTube. I, what I use YouTube for is just, like, it's mainly music and music tutorials. And I just watch 
a few content creators that I've always watched here and there. Speaking of music, I'm so glad you mentioned music. Great way to segue from like douchebags like the Pauls. You uh-huh. are a music creator. I I am. I haven't created anything substantial yet, but I'm getting there. I'm learning the ropes. I've been doing it since 2016. What so far do you think um, has been like either your greatest challenge to learn how to do or was actually just unfortunately like it just actually was like hard and you still haven't done well, it i think the biggest thing and this is to like anybody who who would ever pursue music or wants to make it in the music industry is like if you want to do music as just passion of something that you love and you just want to make whatever you want you really gotta think twice about making it your job because making money on music is so much different than just making music in general because you have to cater to a lot of things and it's not so much the music that you create more so it's the way that you market it Mm -hmm. and who sees it and it really just comes down to luck half the half the time like that's the reason like like the big dogs of today like post malone got famous because he uploaded a music video called white iverson and it just so happened to catch the attention of big artists at the time like uh mac miller and i I forget who else somebody else like retweeted it and it got it to where it's got the millions of views that it has, and then it just became a hit that way. So, really, it's just like, I don't know. You, you, you make something, and if it sticks, then it sticks. Very true. And and if it's something you love, that passion's going to shine through. It's going to be good to somebody. You know what I mean? You just yeah. have the guts to get out here and do it, which you've been doing. I, I, I like applaud you for that. Sorry to adjust my headset if that kicked up. But um, I've gone through a lot of phases of style, and you know, I I think it's really important to just kind of look at music, like all forms of music, pretty subjectively, because mm-hmm. like. If you if you just know one thing, then I don't know. You you really can't be uh, fresh and like different. Exactly. If you're, just, if you're just copying what everybody else is doing, I don't know. It's not it's not a good way to get yourself out there. For some people it is, and for some people it definitely works. But I think everybody has their own style in their own way to implement in, what's the word Impl- implement it yeah. yeah I don't know why I couldn't get that word out it's all good and you've got to I listened to some of your work before you took it down and I really did enjoy some of the sounds I like that you um, are very eclectic you don't put yourself in like one sound kind of a box you can do a broad spectrum. Well, That's great for this artist. At the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I was doing at the start is just kind of like learning the ropes. Like what I used to do back in like 2016, that was just, those were just tracks that I made to like learn the ropes of the program that I was using. Because before that, like I didn't like electronic music. I thought it was dumb. I thought Skrillex was trash. I used to be the kid that was just like all metal, everything's metal, <laughs> and never stopped being metal. And I used to hate other people's music when they would blare it. And just like, I I, ne- I couldn't understand why they liked it. And then like, I don't know, as I learned 
more about like actual music programs, I started to figure out how they did things, and I, I grew an appreciation for it because I I knew how it worked now, and I realized it was a lot harder than I you know thought it was. Yeah. Well, like, I'm. them, you know, they they were in the music industry far, what like way before they even did their electronic scene and that whole thing. So I don't I, even know who Skrillex is. I have heard of that word. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get a lot of flack from that. <laughs> I don't give a crap. <laughs> You know, I do not care. Uh, honestly, Skrillex has gotten pretty irrelevant these days. But that, that's just how it is, though. You, you got to constantly keep an eye out for what's trending, and that, that's the reason why making money on music is so difficult. Oh, set the so, trends. Y'all need to stop worrying about what's trending and be the trendsetters. You know, and I would say that to anyone in any genre of creation, art and music and fashion design, stop worrying about what's trending and be the damn trendsetter. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what Trap did. Like, back when Lil Pump did his thing, everybody was just like, Oh, why is this the new thing? This is so garbage, and now, <laughs> now everybody wants to kind of do it. Yo, when I saw Missy Elliott's new stuff, I was watching her new video. She had that trap sound. I was like, oh no, but it's genius because she's relating to the younger people and what's now, what's current. She still had dope music videos that were interesting enough for me to get through the whole thing. And for the sound being what it is, I still liked hers better. But I love her flow on Lizzo's tempo song because that's like my Missy Elliott. Okay, that's way more interesting to me than the trap flow. <sighs> trap flow sounds like you need a shot of adrenaline. Wake the fuck up. It doesn't have any different levels. It's just one monotone of sound. And it's not for me. I'd like to be on a journey. I want to go low, and I want to get high, and then I want to get hyped, and then brought back down a little, you know? I can't just stay at that. I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of trap that you, you probably don't know about, that it, it can cater to you, and it can also cater to the other side of you. Like, there's, that's the thing, though. It's like, people worry about one song, and it's like, that's not how it really works. It's like, if you have a whole album, you got all these different songs, and it's this journey, and it's all these different feelings. That's why you got people like Post Malone, and then you got people like Joji, which are two completely different sides of the same coin, you know? But for me, Post Malone has actual different tones of melodies. It doesn't sound like this one yeah. octave of noise. He goes on a journey with his music. Well, because he took what was what was hitting at the time and he made it his own. And that's hmm. the secret. You really just got to be yourself and just hope that whatever you make resonates with people. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, all the best music is relatable on a some level to most people. That's why you got, he's got sad songs, he's got happy songs, you know. It's not just one sound all the time. Maybe it's the spin. What I think a lot, uh, what I think a lot of SoundCloud rappers and that sort of thing, that's what they do. They're just worried about making, you know, hits. And, and they can't like, spit. Like, the flow sounds garbage. See, I, I'm also from a rap era of good spitting. You had to really spit them bars, okay? <laughs> and yeah. I don't hear that, except maybe, like, Cardi B still does that. Like, I, I like the song Wish Wish with her, 21 Savage, DJ Khaled, right? 
she's so fire. And then here comes 21 Savage, who starts off a little good. Then he kind of goes back into what he does. <sighs> like, well, he could have went harder, but that's what he does. So that's what people like him for. And everything it got to be for me. I don't have to be, you know, catered to. I'll go back to my DMX albums and pull out the old shit that I love anyways. I'm trying to get to a place where I at least respect this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's 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 a key component too. If you want to do music for a living and all that, you gotta at least respect all the different crafts and all the different sounds on some level because they all got to where they're at in some way, shape or form. And you gotta respect that they all have an audience. Yeah. That they cater to. And if you're not a part of that audience, that's just it just is what it is. Every like music is made to be, you know, something that doesn't really have any wrong answers. And that's the beauty of it. I think I missed like even though we were talking about the early two thousands before, something about that era was so great. Literally every genre had something good. Country, rock, pop, rap. You name it. Polka, some ska. Like, everything had something good. I kind of miss that. Like, literally, like, late 90s, midway through the 2000s. I, I think there's there's something good to be had with everything. You know, you just got to find it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it wasn't always good even back then. Like, every, when when grunge came around, you know, with Nirvana and oh, yeah. Soundgarden oh. and Stone Temple Pearl Pilots Jam. Pearl Jam. Yeah, yeah and all, all that. That, that. that stuff was really good, but at the time, nobody really understood it. Oh, they so just true. thought it was really dumbed down. <laughs> Yeah, the Back people then. hated it. <laughs> I I do remember Midland. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but it was it was good. Yeah. <laughs> and so I mean that that's the same way. It's just like it's gonna come around and you know, it has to grow on you on some level. And like people understand that in like marketing and stuff like that and that's why it is the way it is. Mhm. Whatever caters to the young people, and I don't know. It's just like we, especially now. Now is a good era of music because everything is everywhere, and they're really like everybody's pretty much down to listen to anything at this point. You know. I think some people can. I really do, and I like the. I like that. There's a there's a good sense of freedom to it nowadays because it's it's easily accessible to learn, and it's also easily accessible to make. And you know, it's just whatever sounds good to you. As an artist, you you really just you know have to love your own stuff and as long as you like it and like it that that's all it really boils down to yeah you like what you're creating you stand behind your work and don't be discouraged if mainstream doesn't get it (laughs) there's a lot of brilliance yeah because you know music industry these people who make the big decisions a lot of them don't get it until they see the dollar figures behind it. Right. So, thank goodness for like independence. You know, if it weren't for that, I'm pretty sure there's so much good music we wouldn't even have today. If a lot of the old rules and the way things were normally done with music industry were still being like going on between the whole, you gotta bang all the women and you have to sleep with all the men in order to get yourself, you know, out there. It sucked. Or, well, that's just yeah. a bonus. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Not for the females. That doesn't mean the man's going to be any good. It's never a bonus for the females. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Men want to bang everything they see, but they're not even good at it. 
<laughs> Could you at least be good at it? <laughs> I have to do what to get this role? Are you even good at it? <laughs> you know? It's never somebody who looks like Idris Elba trying to bang you. It's fucking White Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just it is the way it is. Well, thank goodness for the Me Too, because uh, and that also saves who we don't hear from is a lot of the guys. I'm waiting for the Us Too movement to come, because so many men got and take um got taken advantage of as well, but they just all don't want to come out, which I get about it. But yeah. But I don't really want to go down uh, that journey unless you do. That could be some heavy stuff. I mean, I don't know. I, I just let people have their fun. Whatever works for them, that works for them. Yeah. If you can get if you can get a bunch of groupies in your show and they they like what you do and you know, there's more power to you. <laughs> well, that's different. If I'm a huge fan and I'm like throwing myself to you, yeah, I'll be that groupie. But if I just want to, you know, collaborate on this album, but I don't get to sing on the track because I didn't sleep with you, oh, that's a problem. Oh, well, that's that's a whole other thing in and of itself. Exactly. And I yeah, like, you I know, know, a lot of that isn't necessary anymore because people just take their stuff, get out there on YouTube and sing a song with a guitar or, or nothing, you know. Get themselves out there. Justin Bieber did it. Oh my God! Can he be the mistake that gets sent back? <laughs> Even though yes, he was huge, yes, he's big, and I was too old to care. <sighs> Asshole! <laughs> like he was a yeah. little jerk behind the scenes. Just didn't give a shit about staff and crew. Rude to people. Ugh. That's oh, stuff that matters cool. to me in character. A lot of people were assholes in the in the music industry because you know all most of the people who are famous now didn't think that they would ever be famous. So the fact that they are famous, they're just like taking the piss out of it at this point. Like that's what that's what Kurt Cobain did. Like he 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 did not expect himself to be famous at all, but the fact that he was famous, he just wanted to see how far he could take it. You know, yeah. see what you could get away with it. When you're idolized at such a level, you know, that's all you really can do. Can't walk out in public. I mean, okay, here's my whole deal about the whole fame. I don't want to say want to be famous. But if it ever happened, I would know how to, like, disguise myself to where I don't have to worry about that. Go out in public like an everyday person. Or how about you don't live in the places where all the paparazzi are? I, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. The paparazzi follows you, not the other way around. But they're mostly in L.A., New York. Like Zach Galavidakis said, they're not here in North Carolina. <laughs> he roams around wherever he goes in the Raleigh-Durham area, and no one ever sees him. Well, they see him, but no one takes pictures. No one gives a shit. Because this is everyday, regular places, you know? I, I forget what musician, maybe it was an actor, but the way that he dealt with paparazzi was that every time he would go out, he would always wear the same outfit. So no matter what pictures that people took of him, they were always the same. Yep. Which I think is a really clever way of doing it. Exactly. You never know really what day it is. <laughs> or if that's a new photo. That was pretty good. Excuse me, I just totally burped. <laughs> Professionalism. Hey. hey, it's nice. If you've been listening to like you know, good old radio, like I still do nowadays, that happens. We're human beings. <laughs> I've never heard a radio announcer burp. What? Unless it was like pre taped, probably not. They were able to unless cut it's it, like but a morning show. Yeah, as I say, morning show. show. I've heard it for sure. It's just like, the, like how do how do teachers not fart? <laughs> I know, right? They gotta go that whole day and try to keep it together. Do you Good think question. they just let it all rip 
like right before class starts? Oh, that's a fact. Because Lord knows I've walked in classrooms <laughs> that smell like straight ass. And <laughs> nobody was there but the teacher. <laughs> well, I've had classes like that, but it was just the general teacher's musk. Like, oh, ew. I, I had a science teacher that was just the grossest person ever. Like, what was he eating? Coming out of his pores. <laughs> I don't know what he did to himself, but he, he did not take care of himself whatsoever. Like he looked like a madman, which I guess, I guess that kind of fits to tell you the science teacher. He was a mad scientist by night, teacher and, by day. <laughs> I don't know. They all go home and do whatever with their chemistry lab that they got in their basement. I don't know. How they, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what lives they live. God, I don't miss that though. Do you miss the monotony of school, having to be in a place between like what? Seven, no, no, about eight fifteen to three fifteen every damn day. Ugh. I I miss the social interactions of school, but school itself, I completely fucking hate it. We could have totally been there for half of that time, and still probably gotten better education. Oh man. I think with the internet and. Things, the way technology is moving forward, you, you really don't need public schools anymore. Not at all. It's really, it would just be for some social interaction. Yeah. But Maybe I that's all the they need to be for. It's just to, it's just to make kids go, you know. Have somewhere for them to be. It's mandatory. Hmm. I don't know. I agree. We get a whole conversation about education. Like, I, I don't yeah. know how to fix it, but I know it's broken. Yeah, it definitely needs to be revamped and probably completely overhauled. Uh, you know, these are old practices from Methuselah days, you know, and, and we, we really need to do something about that. And kids could be graduating high school curricular levels way sooner than they do. You know what I mean? My nieces and nephews, probably, well, two of them for sure, should have graduated high school already. But they don't want to go on homeschooling and advance that fast. Because they're taking some of the most advanced math you could take for a freaking 11th and a 9th grader. They're freaking geniuses. But they, I don't know, they're always on the fence every now and then. Some days they're like, oh, we should just go on and do this. We could be in college. They're ready to really just go to animation and start making money. They're ready to skip college and start having jobs. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I encourage that because they have these skills. Our club logo is by them, and my um, Tricky Hickant logo is by my niece as well. I haven't uh, used it yet, but it's amazing. Yeah, there definitely needs to be more animators in the world. That's another side of YouTube that I loved back back in the day when it was first thriving. You know, you had mm-hmm. you had all these short cartoons that were just goofy and funny. And, like, they got so popular from those. And it, it was a great time. I loved, I, yeah. loved when, I loved YouTube at that time. And nothing beats the montages of pet videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> we'll, we'll always have that. Always. <laughs> I don't care how hardcore you are. Those fucking videos are hilarious oh they just make you feel good 15 minutes of somebody else's dumb dog I just love it <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful alright Mr. Nihilist <laughs> let's have two fun facts that no one else in the world knows about you go oh two why you gotta put me on the spot like this? <laughs> because it's funny that way. What about okay, just one? Just um, uh, I really gotta think about this. I can't think of fun facts about myself. Well, I, I'm well, not really good at talking about myself, you know. Well, hold on. We'll let you think about that, and we'll take a break and get you aware from our sponsor real quick. Well, Mr. Nice Guy Nautilus figures out a fun fact 
He wants to tell us that no one else knows about him. <laughs> Why I have the right to ask such of a thing of this person? I don't know. But I've done it. Be right back in the gist. All right, and we are back. Welcome back, Tricky Hit Campers. Before the break, we asked Mr. Nihilus if there's a fun fact that no one knows about him. And then during the break, we started talking about, unfortunately, how our country is being overrun with a lot of meth heads, crackheads, you know, which is very unfortunate. And I was like, yeah, they're the true zombies. The apocalypse is here. <laughs> what did you say? No, I said the true zombies are the TikTok users, but, you know. <laughs> Especially when that hit or miss. You can choose whatever drug you, you want. Creed loves that damn TikTok. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Playing that he, she, we game is hilarious. All right. So nice, guy. Anything you would like to share for the audience and myself? Well, I thought about it, and I would like to tell a story. You want to testify? It's it's a story about a, a lonely old hippie via me get, getting into some real bad stuff. Well, I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's 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 LSD. I I, I have an LSD story. <laughs> a hippie with an LSD story. That's what we expect. That's what we appreciate. Mm-hmm. Lay it on us. So basically, I acquired LSD, and I was originally supposed to be trip-sitting for two people while I was on LSD. I took twice the amount that they did, because it was their first time. It wasn't my first time, and I was confident. I was, I was a little too confident in my abilities to keep it together, because... I ended up getting arrested. Holy crap. (laughs) Yes. I I ended up not being together. So everything was fine. We were, everything was going good. We were listening to great music, having a good old time. And then my sober friend thought it'd be funny to start talking a bunch of things about the Illuminati and conspiracy theories. So ridiculous. Uh-huh. That's the last thing people tripping on LSD need to hear. Because I was like, shouldn't you, like, be having, like, somebody to be the safe person? We should have a nice lad, not the triggering person. Whoa. Yeah, well, I didn't, he he didn't think he was going off the rails too bad, but obviously something, something hit me. I forget what it was he exactly said that sparked me but it basically one thing led to another and I ended up outside of the house and when you're in the middle of a small town on LSD and you immediately go outside (laughs) you're already lost like even though the house that I went out of it's like a block behind me I just started walking and I didn't rightfully know where I was (laughs) so the only building that was lit up was the place that I worked at at the time, which was a gas station that was open 24-7, because this was in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember walking, seeing a bunch of crazy shit, the, light, the street lights being all pretty, and then I walk in to work and basically started rattling off a bunch of craziness about how I was God and that I was the new leader of the Illuminati, and all this crazy shit. <laughs> I I wish I could remember what all I said, but it, it made sense to me. Can you make me famous? <laughs> and do I have to do an orgy initiation? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> so, somebody was concerned for me, rightfully so, so they called the cops. And then cops came by, and they asked for my ID, and I basically took the piss out of 
you know, the law and feeling really rebellious. So I just started taking out all of my money, my credit card, my ID, and I just started like put like just taking it out of my wallet one at a time, just like letting it fall to the ground and just just basically saying, here, take whatever you want. What and in the world? They, they, they were concerned with me, and apparently they told me to go home, to just go home. They gave me multiple chances to just go home, but I don't remember that. I think they were lying to me at that point. But, yeah, so I, I just kind of pestered them enough to where they just arrested me for public uh, intoxication. Arrested? Well, you you didn't get shot? You were supposed to have been shot. No. Oh, oh. I did not get shot. I thought that's how it was. Pretty, oh. I, I was pretty harmless, <laughs> you know. I'm just this, this skinny-ass twig of a man on LSD. So they didn't consider me a threat, but they were just like, we got to get this guy out of here. So I'm being taken through all these different processes. I go to the jail, and they basically had to drag me out because my eyes were closed. I was pretty much <laughs> unconscious at oh. that point. So I just felt a bunch of hands grab me, and they were getting my fingerprints and stuff. And then they put me back in the car. And at that point, I was like, so wait, I'm not going to jail? But... They they just took me to the hospital to get evaluated, but I didn't know that. I thought that they were actually listening to what I was saying and actually putting me through the process of initiation into the Illuminati. Yeah. That was my mindset. So I opened my eyes to this big-ass shining light in the hospital room. So... Naturally, I just thought of aliens, and I thought they were involved, and I thought the doctor was an alien. I started asking a bunch of questions that not even he understood, just basically confusing the hell out of everybody that was involved. Man, like I, then, I just, I'm sorry, forgive me to interrupt, but your story is just so familiar to, like, it makes me really, really wonder if... So many people can say that they think they're God. Are, is there something that triggers that's kind of true? How can everybody have the same hallucination? I'm just, I'm so baffled. You know, I don't, I don't know. But I think everybody, if they try something like that, which I wouldn't really recommend to normal people, but when people try something like that, a big, heavy hallucinogen like that, they always have that breakthrough in their head because they're basically super aware of their existence and their consciousness. And it, it, mm-hmm. it makes their mind turn and it makes you wonder. But even people who didn't take drugs, they could be folks that they claim when they're a psychosis moment, they all seem to, you know, either think they're God or they're talking to God. I just find that, I just find that really interesting. Like, even some people who aren't even religious. That's it's, exactly it's what they're saying. Something, it's certainly something to think about. Yeah. But so basically, I'm at the hospital and I shut my eyes again. So I, in my mind, I'm being teleported through multiple different dimensions in my head. Mm-hmm. And I just one thing led to another. I end I end up waking up at inside the drunk tank at the jail completely confused as to what happened because I don't remember any of it. And I'm still ca- trying to keep my head together. And I'm just like, I basically called over one of the guards that was over there. And I was like, what, what happened? Like, <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. You were just acting pretty crazy. You're, these are your charges. This is basically public intoxication, nothing too serious. And uh, I spent the night at the jail or in the drunk tank. I get to my cell, 
and they give me my one phone call. I called my grandpa, so he came and bailed me out. Honestly, he's not surprised because he knows me. <laughs> Aw. Was that your first time being arrested? Yes. As, as my he wasn't surprised? No. He wasn't he was surprised that I even got arrested, but he wasn't surprised as to why I got arrested. Oh, with the LSD? Okay, yeah. Yes, <laughs> you know, my whole family, they had their own crazy party stories that they could probably share. <laughs> Generations of hippies and fun yeah. folks, fairies. Something, something like that. <laughs> something like that. So, yeah. That that's pretty much my story, and the, to this day, I I wish I could remember more details, but I basically got back, and the couple, because it was a couple that I was supposed to be watching over on their first time, they were sitting at the house freaking out, wondering where I even went, and I come back with this bracelet on with my mugshot on and they're like, Oh my God, are you okay? What happened? I was just like, <laughs> oh, I don't, man. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Cause at the time I was really ashamed of myself. Aww. But basically, yeah, that's, that's, that's a crazy, crazy fact that not a lot of people know. And to this day, people, my close friends make jokes and call me God. And it's a fun time. Hey, tell them to bow down. Behold the glory. (laughs) I mean, the way I look, I already get called Jesus, so it's not far off. (laughs) But then we're going to have the whole debate. Jesus is black. I'm just kidding. I'm not even one of those black people who think that. God, he's from Jerusalem. He's obviously Middle Eastern. Duh. (laughs) I mean, as Ariana Grande says, God is obviously a girl. (laughs) No, but... <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, ladies and some gentlemen. That was cute. And talk about some hair. I was asking him one time what um kind of conditioner he used. He gave the most man answer. He doesn't use conditioner. Yeah. Fuck out of here. This is all natural, baby. Well, like I said, when you, if, well, I know you said you won't, but if you ever decide to chop it off, give me a nice clean cut where I can make a good wig, because that's like a good 14 inches right there. (laughs) That would be luxurious (laughs) down my back. (laughs) I'll definitely think about it, but probably the only way I'm going to cut my hair off is if it falls off. All right. All right. (laughs) Well, you better go out and start conditioning. That way it won't fall out. Shoot. Even if you just bought like that VO5 conditioner, 99 cent, that stuff is still good stuff. Whatever. When a woman or, are you straight? Are you gay? I didn't even ask. Or none of the above. I'm straight, 100%. Okay. When the lady in your life shows up, she'll get you with some conditioner. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah. Huh? Get, get some of that Tresemme. Oh, you know about Tresemme? But you know what? <laughs> Pantene Pro V is honest to God still the best on the market. The moisture formula. That one is amazing for all grades of I, hair. Well, you're going to find I out. Have, Even with the mill, you have a like, bottle. <laughs> I live with my grandparents, so I don't really have a choice in what stuff I use. I pretty much just use whatever they got. Well, Granny ain't got no conditioners in there. <laughs> What's she using? I have no idea. Oh. We have we have two separate bathrooms, and they take a shower in their own bathroom. They be getting well, it in in the bathroom shower is what I heard. Because something's wrong with me. <laughs> I used to be subscribed to. Uh, Dollar Shave Club, and I just used their shampoo for a long time. Oh, okay. I know about them. I've seen uh, people get sponsored by them. Yeah, they're they're great. Shout-outs to Dollar Shave Club. Indeed. Maybe but we can yeah, reach out to them and get a little branding deal going on. 
for you? Hey, I mean, they're they're pretty supportive with independent creators, so maybe. Well, hot diggity. Did you swimming in all that Dollar Shave Club goodness? <laughs> they're the best. So what you got planned for tonight? In today's Saturday? Yeah. Today is Saturday. I don't have no plans until I start my new job. No plans. All right, all right. That's right. Rest it up. Get all the brick you can. I'm, however, home on a Saturday night because there's shit to do in this city. And I don't feel good enough to go do it anyways. <laughs> so every day. Yay. Come through Saturday. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just, just, just. <laughs> Relaxing. That's all I. That's all I want to do right now. For our gaming buddies out there, your game of choice these days has been Apex Legends, right? Oh yeah, I. Uh, I, I was a little, you know, I, I I was wary on Apex Legends because I didn't know whether it'd be a good game or not. I was a bit skeptical because of EA. And I know EA likes to pull a lot of shit when it mm-hmm. comes to the gaming community and all that. That's a whole nother discussion. But it's it's pretty fun for a free game. Like they really they really shined on the whole battle royale thing. It's a lot better than Fortnite, I can tell you that. Um speaking of Fortnite, I got back on it today for the first time in months. So I got to see chapter two finally. Fortnite. I mean, I used to talk so much trash about it when I was a PUBG girl. And when I finally got on Fortnite, I was addicted. That shit is fun. Oh, I mean, it's 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 definitely a functional game. A functional game? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not PUBG. PUBG had a lot of problems. I yeah, it did. But Fortnite, you know, that I figured Fortnite when it first came out before the whole battle royale thing, I figured it was going to die. And it probably was going to die until they did that, which was a smart move on their part. So, I mean, whatever works for people, it's just not, it's not my toughest shield. I was going to play Apex Legends until I saw like all the articles. And then when they switched and started turning into like a cash grab. People were complaining, and in fact, they lost a lot of players. But I guess some of them came back eventually. Yeah, uh, I just wanna, I, I just wanna let people know that's not my joke. That's a YouTuber called Raccoon Eggs joke, not like a shield. Shout out to him. All right, shout out to you, dude. Wherever you reside. But yeah. Well, well, I, don't, I don't know. How, how long do you? How long do these usually go for? Well, I was about to say, <laughs> you know, it's been really good talking with you. <laughs> You've been, like I said, one of the better like co-hosts that I've had. Um, no weird lulls, no pauses, and it's been like so much fun. Like the first segment before we even took a break, we talked for like what a good forty minutes or so. Before we realized we hadn't had a break. Um, so we definitely got to do these again, if you don't mind. Yeah, it's it's been fun. I, I wouldn't mind coming back. Yay! And we get to feature some of that music. Throw, throw down your five-star review to let, let her know if I should come back or not. All right, everybody, you heard it. Oh, message me. Let us know if you want more Mr. Nice Guy Nihilus on the cast. Oh, you should put your picture out there. Oh, let me, um, well, take a photo. Let me use it for the thumbnail. If that doesn't draw them in, I don't know what will. We will promote the hell out of that one. <laughs> you, can, you, can pick, you can pick one of my two pictures up on, on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll definitely do that then. All right, ladies, y'all get to see all that luxurious lot going on. 
But yeah, definitely. Once again, thank you, Mr. Nice Guy. Nihilist. Well, it's not Mr. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm Southern. Uh, Mr. and Miss come before most people. No, I love this formality. <laughs> You'll get more surnames and formality. Don't worry. But yeah, we want to, you know, tell everybody out there, don't forget, go to Facebook, look us up, like the page. Um, you'll find out, you know, when the newest and latest episodes are posted. You can always find me on Instagram. I really don't care. Oh, yeah, the Facebook page, of course, is Tricky Hit Camp. Duh. And anybody who listens on a certain platform, like Anchor, Spotify, Apple, or rather iTunes, Google, there are many, many more places. If you got friends who don't have an iTunes account, you can just say, hey, Google the name. You'll see, like, a gazillion places. I think last time I looked, I saw at least 13, where you can listen to this, and a lot of them are free. So, yep, do that. We'll have nice guy back, and you get the same old dysfunctional family you already have. All right, y'all take it easy out there, and stay camping, motherfuckers.